Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. Praying according to God's will. One of the things we struggle with in prayer is knowing whether or not we're praying according to God's will. Being uncertain about this robs us of confidence and joy in prayer and often leaves us without words. We should remember that the same principle that applies to the rest of our Christian life applies to our prayer life as well. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Our highest aim in prayer should be to bring glory to God. And so praying according to God's will is something that we as Christians should delight in. But what is God's will? Well, this calls for wisdom. We need God's wisdom to discern from the scriptures and in certain situations exactly what His will is. So, in the words of James chapter 1, verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And remember, when you ask for wisdom, you must do so trusting that God listens and will graciously answer that prayer. In the words of James chapter 1, verse 6, But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. So keep these two principles in mind. We want to bring glory to God, and we need God's wisdom to do so. So what should we pray for? Well, let's start with praying for the things that are command- we're commanded to pray for in the Bible. For example, we're told to pray for our enemies in Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Jesus tells his disciples to pray for laborers for the harvest, Luke chapter 10, verse 2. We should pray that we would not enter into temptation, Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. We should pray for relief from affliction, James chapter 5, verse 13. We should pray for government authorities, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. The list goes on and on. Start with what God explicitly commands us to pray for, and you will find you have a lot to pray about. Second, follow the godly examples you find in Scripture. Follow the godly examples you find in Scripture. The Apostle Paul prayed for the salvation of his countrymen in Romans chapter 10. And David prayed for mercy and forgiveness when he sinned in Psalm 51. We also find the early church praying for boldness so that they would continue to witness even in the midst of persecution, Acts chapter 4 and chapter 5. Then we also have a litany of prayers recorded in Scripture that show us how godly men of the past prayed. And we can follow their example. Third, pray with the right motivation. Pray with the right motivation. Selfish motives will not be blessed by God. James chapter 4 verse 3 says, When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures or on your passions, depending on your translation. God will not serve your idols. And so we need to be careful that we pray with the right motives. Am I simply asking for certain things so that it would bring pleasure and joy to me and serve my carnal interests? Or am I praying because I really have God's glory at heart? Fourth, pray with the spirit of forgiveness toward others. In Mark chapter 11, verse 25, the Lord Jesus Christ condemns bitterness anger of any kind and tells us that these will hinder our prayers. Listen to this. 
Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Whether you and when, whenever you, st- you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. A spirit of bitterness, anger, and revenge and hatred towards others will hinder your prayers. And that means that your heart is not in submission to God. Pray with the spirit of forgiveness. Fifth, pray with thanksgiving. One of the things we often neglect in prayer is actually thanking God for His answers to our prayers and thanking Him for the blessings we have already received. One of the things that the Apostle Paul commands in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to verse 7, is that we should pray not only with prayer and supplication, but with thanksgiving. So often our prayers would be enriched and we would be encouraged if we just remembered God's blessings. Six, pray with persistence. Pray with persistence. We spoke about this a few days ago, but it's worth mentioning again here. Praying with persistence means that we don't just give up. In the words of Luke chapter 18 verse 1, that we should pray and not lose heart. Or in the words of First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17, we should pray without ceasing. We should persevere in prayer. Part of praying is believing that God will answer, not only in a way that would bring Him glory, but that would be good to us as well. And also that the timing of God's answer will be good. So whether God answers yes or no or not yet, we continue in prayer. Finally, rely on the Holy Spirit in prayer. What a wonderful assurance we have that even when we do not know how to pray, the Spirit intercedes for us. In the words of Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 27, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And then we're told, and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. Trust in the Holy Spirit. Trust Him and ask Him to guide you in your prayers, but then also lean in on Him and trust that He is praying exactly what the Father wants to hear. God bless.